listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy E-Man. Yo, what is up, everybody? Your boy E-Man from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast and coming at you with another live stream episode, the weekly episode. And uh, we're just a couple of days away, just actually a day away from the NBA Finals. And uh, I know the road travel was a little different for both teams, even though um, earlier during the last week, a couple, actually two weeks ago, it looked like it was going to be a sweep on both ends uh, until the Miami Heat decided to make it a little more interesting with the Boston Celtics. They played with their food a little bit and they went to seven games. You know, the rest is history. The Lakers were swept by the Nuggets and, you know, they called it Jokic and Jamal Murray hadn't sold a, a series. Uh, the Heat, again, pulled it off at the end. Last game was a no-doubter, game seven. Jason Tatum went down, so that's it. Storybook ending for both teams right now. Cinderella's story, even though the Nuggets were the number one seed all year long. Nobody really believed in them, but they're in the finals. The eighth seed, the play-in tournament, the first team ever, the first play-in tournament team ever to make it to the NBA finals in Miami Heat. I know the play-in tournament has been around for a couple of years. Uh, and of course, both teams are going to battle it out. And I'm going to give you the preview. I want to break down this series and give you my predictions. And yeah, it's all about to get buzzing up in here, man. All right. The heat against the Nuggets. Let me give you everything you need to know about this series, my man. Pretty much, it's going to be a team that are very different from each other. Both are two completely different offenses. You got number one seed against the eighth seed. Heat have been the eighth seed, have been knocking down every top seed they face. And we're going to have an interesting scenario. So let me give you the total tape. First to start, Denver Nugget, number one seed. They actually have a 3.3 and a half game differential over the Heat. Fifth in scoring and offensive rating. All right, 15th on defensive rating. They're not a great defensive team. Net rating overall over the Heat, you're looking at. Um, 3.4 point, that's six in the league. Average uh, points per game, they're number, number two in the league. Now the Heat, on the other hand, their bread and butter is defense. They're ninth at differential, the rating differential. Again, all year long, the Heat have struggled scoring the basketball and they did better during the postseason. And they shot the three better during the postseason. Their leader is Jimmy Butler, Butler at 22.9 points per game in the regular season. And the odds right now are plus 300 for the Heat to win it. Not a bad odds. I mean, right now you can't count the Heat out. Can't count them at all. To be honest with you, there's going to be some really, really interesting matchups here. Both teams match up so bad. I mean, there's not really a exact science here. But it's going to be a chess match, match. and it's going to come down to, again, the basics. Uh, which superstar shines the brightest? Which team executes the best? Which supporting cast is going to execute the best? Because we got two superstars here. We got Nikola Jokic, two-time MVP, and probably the best player in the playoffs. Followed by Jimmy Butler, who, again, playoff Jimmy, man, carry that team through the Bucks, the Heat, the Knicks. Half of the series against the Celtics, he was just on a different level and then kind of like, you know, tailed off and came back strong the last game and a half, game six. He picked it up in the fourth quarter, a la Jimmy playoffs. And the eighth game, he already averaged 28 points. He did, he did fine. I mean, he did great. Now, in the, in the uh, 
In the postseason, Nikola Jokic has been averaging 29.9 points per game. He has been insane. Jamal Murray has been averaging 27.7, average over 30 points against the Lakers. Aaron Gordon has been averaging about 13 points per game, 14 for Michael Porter Jr., Case, KCP, Contavious Caldwell, both 11 and a half, and Bruce Brown, who's been such their spark plug, about 12.2 points per game. That's their averages in the playoffs right now. Let's look at the Heat right now. In the playoffs, the Heat, let's look at the, and I'm going to give you the main superstar, the guys that are actually getting hit with the burn. But Jimmy, 28 and a half points per game. Bam Adebayo, 16.8 points per game. Gabe Vincent, 13.1. Caleb Martin, the resurgent Curly Caleb Martin, the guy that was released by the Hornets and has had himself a banging playoff so far. He's been the second, probably the most second, the second most consistent scorer in uh, in the Heat because Bam has been taking games on and off. 14.1 points per game. Max Truce, 10 points. And look, Kyle Lowry, 10 points off the bench. I mean, eight points off the bench. That's pretty much what you got going on over here. And uh, Duncan Robinson got some positive minutes and nine points, point three uh, points per game off the bench. Right now, that's what we have. These are the main main uh, players who uh, play got play the most minutes in the series, and this is where they have advantage right now. Is the Denver Nuggets? They have pretty much the firepower on their side. Let me give you the keys to Miami. What Miami needs to do first and foremost, the Heat. Coach Eric Spolstra will have to find a way to do what Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, LeBron James, Anthony Davis were able to do. Stop Nikola Jokic, the Joker. However, is there a coach that could come up with something to slow down the Joker? is definitely the GOAT, Eric Spolstra. Because right now, he might be in probably in the midst of his best coaching job just yet in his 15-year career. That's the bottom line. Stop the Joker, which no other team has been able to do in the playoffs, win the series. That's the number one thing right now. And the biggest key to stopping Nikola Jokic, it's going to be Bam Adebayo. And Bam Adebayo, his his main function is going to be not just playing defense, but also make the Joker play defense. And how do you, he has to stay on the floor. So Bam Adebayo has to really stay out of foul trouble. There, it's going to be tough. But if there's a coach that can put out a bio in certain plays that can make him successful, then it's definitely your exposure. Bam is the key right now for the key. Without question, is Jimmy Butler, all right? Without question, Jimmy has to have playoff Jimmy performance all day in this series. However, the biggest key is going to be Bam and bio staying on that floor. When Bam scores 20-plus points per game, over 20 points, the Heat are very tough to beat. That's the bottom line. Bam, it's all it's all on Bam's hand right now. Bam on a bio has to be the guy that makes it's gonna be the difference maker in this series. He has to play the best basketball of his career, and the Heat are gonna have a chance. Remember, it goes without saying that Jimmy Butler is gonna have to do Jimmy Magic. Absolutely.
Well, BAM has to be the key. Has to be the key. I mean, let's go back. Let's go back to the, look, look what the, the Heat are gonna go against, right? Jamal Murray averaging in the playoff 27.7 points per game. He is shooting 48% from the field, almost 40% from beyond the arc. He's a tr he's trouble. He's, 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 he's hard to guard. Nikola Jokic, almost 30 points per game, 13 rebounds per game and 10 assists. He's averaging a freaking triple double. Shooting 53 from the field and 47 from three. This is a tough, tough matchup for the Heat. Granted, Heat are playing, got probably the are the best defensive team the Denver Nuggets have faced this far in the postseason. So let's take that into consideration. All right, that's that's pretty much it. So Bam is, has a huge role in this matchup. Huge role in this matchup. Also, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, and Duncan Robinson, along with Trues, I mean, uh, Max Trues, gotta hit their shots in a consistent basis. Have to, there is no other option. Think about this. Strews, they're playing solid, 10 points per game in the playoffs so far. Caleb Martin, unsung hero. I mean, he's had a huge, he had a huge series against Boston, 14.1 points per game in, uh, throughout the entire playoffs. Right? That's right there next to Bam. Caleb, uh, Gabe Vincent, who's been shooting the lights out from beyond the arc at 39%. Caleb has been shooting 43% from beyond the arc. All right, Max has been shooting modest 35. Duncan Robbins has been shooting 44% from beyond the arc on 9.3 points per game. These guys have to play, if they, they play really well against the Celtics. The surrounding cast for the, sporting cast for the Heat played really well against the Celtics. And the Heat uh, shot 39% from beyond the arc in that series. Overall, they shot 39% beyond the arc, not just that series, but throughout the playoffs, which is pretty darn good. They've been holding their opponents in the playoffs to about 107 points per game. So those are the key factors for the Heat, man. I'm not even mentioning how great Jimmy has to play. He has to play Jimmy playoffs times 100. But Bama Bayo is such a key piece here because he's got to be handling the biggest problem in the NBA in this postseason in Nikola Jokic. Not just defensively, but he also has to play offensively well enough to get over 20 points per game, score 20 plus, so that he can have a chance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now let's go to the Nuggets. The Nuggets uh, is, it's like Novocaine, bro. Just keep simple and old school. Gotta have and keep, you gotta keep making sure that Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray keep feasting on opponents' defense. 27.7 points per game, per game for Jamal Murray, who has been unconscious. And Nikola Jokic with his triple-double, 29, 13, and 10. This has to keep happening. There's like no, if they keep doing this, they'll be successful. That's why they were able to sweep the Lakers. I mean, right now, Nikola has an NBA record of eight triple-doubles in the playoffs, six coming in the last eight games. He has left his best games for the toughest opponents. Denver shot 40.40%, 40 40.4% actually beyond the arc from the three-pointer, three-point line against the Lakers 
in the Western Conference Finals. They need to outshoot the Miami Heat from long range in order to beat that tough Miami zone defense. Because the zone is what's keep, been keeping the Heat very successful in this uh, throughout the playoffs. That's, that's how they're playing, man. They play, I play that zone. If the teams keep shooting over 40% or 40% from beyond the arc, that's the way you beat that zone. And that's what Denver has to do. That's what Denver has to do. Jamal Murray averaged 32 and a half points, 6.3 rebounds and 5.3 assists against the Lakers in the conference finals. Again, Jamal needs to be playing in that unconscious level over and over again if they are going to have a chance. It goes without mention, just like Jimmy, Nicola needs to keep feasting. Here's the thing. So you got Bam from the side of the heat who's gonna probably play Nicola 75% of the time. If we look at this Heat roster, they don't have anybody else. So what? You, I know you got. I know Cody Zeller is gonna get some minutes here because he's gonna need the bodies. I know that Kevin Love gets some minutes here because they're gonna need the bodies on Nikola. But after Bam, dude, you just got when he comes through their big man, you just got a bunch of like you know dishwashers and landscapers. Playing the big role here, playing the playing the center position in the power forward position after Bam and Abayo. So that's a problem and that's a mismatch. Because Bam's going to be busy. And on the other hand, the Nuggets can really get Bam out of his game. I mean, look, the Nuggets have size. Michael Porter Jr. is like 6'7", 6'8", can shoot from beyond the arc. That's a problem. Um, Aaron Gordon, we show how good he played. On 13 points per game. So far, he shot 35% from beyond the arc. So he hit his, his shots while he was open, 49 from the field. That's another big guy. He's another, what, 6'9", 6'10", guy? So you're not going to see Nikola Jokic on Bam out of bio when he comes to play defense. You're going to have a high dosage of Aaron Gordon body him out of bio so Jokic can just have his way and not get in foul trouble. Michael Porter Jr. can even take a shot at that and actually do some switching. They, they got to they gotta run, pick and roll. See, this is where the mismatch happens because with Nikola, he is just not your typical setter that's got to get the ball down low. He's not your Embiid kind of guy. This guy brings the ball up the floor. This guy plays the pick and roll. This guy is the point guard of that team. All right, he's averaging 10.3 assists per game. And that's why he's so dangerous because he's going to bring any center of the, the heat throw at him on top and really have like Bam and Abayo and whoever else is going to guard him in no man's land. And then on the defensive side, I, you know, Aaron Gordon can take a shot at any of the bigs Miami has. So the center position is absolute an absolute nightmare. It's going to be an absolute nightmare matchup for the Miami Heat. However... If there's a goat out there that can get it done from a coaching standpoint, from schemes and everything else, it's absolutely fucking Eric Spolstra because that dude is goaded. Put some respect on Eric Polster's name, Eric Polster's name. Second finals in the last two years. Put some respect on his name. So yeah, that absolutely is gonna be a nightmare guard. Now on the other hand, Jamal Murray is gonna be another nightmare. 
Why? Because there's no, there's not a single guard in that Heat lineup that can stick with Murray. Most likely, Jimmy is probably going to be on Murray most of the time. But I think it's going to be one of those games that Murray behind overall also averaged about 6.1 assists per game in the playoffs. So the, he could give it up. So I think it's going to be an adjustment period here in game one. Here's another key take I'm going to give you. The Denver Nuggets are about a week, going on a week of rest. They're going to be playing at home. I know people say that look and activity sometimes is not that great. However, the Heat on two days rest after a grueling seven game series are traveling to Denver. Mile high, mile high city where not just altitude, but there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of dispensaries. And I'm just kidding about this, but I think the altitude is going to affect them because they're not rested. Yes, they are on game form because they haven't skipped the beat, but they're not going to be well rested. And now they're going to go play at an altitude that's going to definitely affect their endurance. So it's one of those things that it's got to take them a game to get used to that altitude. Even though the Heat's have probably been there since, you know, yesterday right since Tuesday even though they played on Monday so that's that's where we're at Denver is heading strong in game one absolutely freaking loopy let's go ahead and uh, let me give you some the team's keys to victory right here's what the team that does this better whoever achieves with five, the next four or five key metrics I'm going to give you it's probably going to be the team that's going to be successful. First and foremost, the team that shoots the best from beyond the arc, because both teams have been shooting great, it's going to be the team. It's going to be the team that it's going to be most successful. The team with the superior coaching and team culture, best adjustments, who can adjust on the fly. Both teams did this really well, and they showed it against, of course, the Nuggets against the Lakers and the and the Heat against Celtics. The team with the superior supporting role players, whoever, whatever supporting cast steps up big here, because we know they got their superstars, it's gonna be really important. And the bottom line, man, which which of the team's superstar wants it more? Jimmy, Jokic, Bam, Jamal. This is it. It's going to come down to the team that shoots the best, long range from beyond the yard, superior coaching, adjustment, and team culture, which both teams are really strong on. Team with a superior supporting cast and bench, and the team who wants it more. Which superstar is going to shine the brightest? So far, Jimmy has shined one of the brightest, and so is Nikola Jokic. Jamal Murray has been a huge factor who people got to give him his flowers. He has been playing like a man possessed and doesn't get mentioned as one of the best postseason players this season. He is 27.7 points per game, right? Jamal averaged 32 and a half points per game against the Lakers. Dude, this guy's playing excellent. There's a lot of matchup problems here for the Heat. Not so much for the Nuggets, but a lot of matchup problems for the Heat. Overall advantages. And disadvantages. I'm going to give you the advantages and disadvantages 
uh, based on different factors here. So for example, first, coaching. Advantage, Miami Heat. Miami Heat have Eric Spoltra and a very Spoltra and a very good coaching uh, core. It's Miami Heat culture, man. They've been, they do this without major superstars. Jimmy's a heck of a player, but he's not a transcendent superstar MVP. He does become a superstar with the best when the playoffs start. But advantage when it comes to culture, when it comes to coaching, and I think adjustment on the fly, it's definitely the Miami Heat. The forward position. I am going to give it to the Miami Heat. I think Jimmy Butler, I know he should be a two guard, but he plays that small forward position slash two guard. I'm going to put him in the forward position because he's going to play that small forward and you know, he gets you a lot of points. Remember, Jimmy, Jimmy for a guy that's not that tall, uh, gets himself, he's a really good two-way player. You know, he averaged seven rebounds per game and uh, five and a half assists, two, two, over two steals. He's a very good defensive, very good two-way player. So he's going to score and he also got to go ahead and play some really good defense because that's what he does. At the center position, of course, advantage to the Joker, you know, Nikola Jokic and the number Nuggets. I think Miami's going to have a really hard time. They don't have the bodies. In order to keep Bam Adebayo, who's a hell of a defender, out of foul trouble, they're going to have to switch off a lot because it's not just down low that you got to worry about Jokic. It's also beyond the three-point line, also on the give and go, you know, also on the short range. It's going to be, he's going to be a tough cover, man. He's going to be a tough cover because Jokic can also take it to the hole. And he gets a lot of these cuts and plays, give and goes that really get their opponent, whoever's guarding him, into a lot of trouble. At the guard position, and I mean overall guard, point guard, two guards, same thing with the center. Advantage the Denver Nuggets because, again, Jamal has been averaging 32.5 against the Lakers. Averaging 32.5 against the Lakers, 6.5, over six, almost 6.3 rebounds and 5.3 and 5.3 assists. There's not a single point guard or guard in the Heat locker room that can DM up. And I know Caleb Martin has been playing really good basketball. All right. And I know that you have guys like Struz who have size, but Dave Vincent can, can stick to them all. Caleb, Struz, Lowry, even if Tyler Hero comes back, because they're saying he's going to come back in this series. I, I'm not even talking about Tyler Hero because he's got to come back as he's going to show himself. So I think Tyler Hero is going to get very few minutes. That's why I think in this series is going to be Jimmy Butler, who's going to be the glove on Jamal. But the guard position, advantage, the Denver Nuggets. Okay? The supporting players, your bench players, and outside of Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, outside of Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler, um, advantage is the Denver Nuggets. Caleb Martin has been playing out of this world, right? Third highest, third leading scorer, right? For them. Gabe Vincent, another. Yeah, these guys are all freaking undrafted. And people that got released from teams. 13 to 13.1 points per game, max at 10. All right. You have um, Duncan Robinson at nine points. That's a lot of good. Eight for Lowry. They've been, they've been doing a great job, but the Denver Nuggets supporting cast is much better than they are. After Jamal and Joker, Aaron Gordon, all right, he's been averaging, Aaron Gordon has been averaging. 13 points per game, five rebounds. 
he guarded Anthony Davis a lot in the last series. He's got to contribute 49% from the field. Michael Porter Jr., 40% from beyond the arc from the three-point line. 45%. This guy is 6'7". He's a problem in the outside, but it's also athletic that can get down. Average eight rebounds per game at 14.6 points per game. KCP, Contavious Calder-Pope, average 41.1% from beyond the arc, 48% All right, from the field, 11.7 points per game. Bruce Bowen, hustling, playing defense, average 12.2 point percent, shot 53% from the field. This is These are the kind of guys, these are the dogs, man. They're not deep off the bench, but these are the dogs, man, that come out and give this impression's minutes. It's going to be a problem for Miami. This is a, a much worse matchup for Miami than the, than the Celtics were. Here's some key stats, right? Overall in the playoffs, the number numbers have been shooting 38.6% from beyond the arc. That's second. Uh, they don't, they're 13th and attempt threes. They don't attempt a lot of threes, but they make a lot of threes. Averaging the most the second most points, which is advantage the number nuggets. Um, when it comes to rebounding, they're the third, they're uh, fourth overall. I'm, I'm sorry, seventh overall rebounding. Uh, fourth overall defensively. Third in assists. So offensively, we know what time it is. The number first in turnover. So the Miami Heat, surprisingly enough, even though they struggle from beyond the arc, they're they've been the best shooting three-point team in the whole season, even though they struggle so much throughout the year scoring the basketball. So they picked it up. That's why I think this is a key. Whoever wins this battle, a three-point battle, it's gonna be key to sign this. Now, the other big battle here is gonna be the rebounding battle. All right, the Heat are 10th overall, and the uh, Nuggets are 7th. That's going to be a huge matchup that you're going to look here because it's going to be, it's going to, we're with the defensive battle, offensive, defensive, whatever, overall, that's going to be second half points. Uh, it's going to mean for the Nuggets, every time they rebound, you got to be careful. Somebody's going to be going down, down the court, and somebody's going to get hit by Joker with a long pass. They, they just move the ball fast pretty quick. But the Heat are probably the best, like I mentioned, the best defensive team the Nuggets have ever faced in this postseason so far. Final prediction, Nuggets in six. Wow, hey, hey, give me 28 minutes of NBA preview, man. Give you a lot of stats, give you a lot of uh, content there so you can just breathe it in, man. Swallow it all in, unpack it. Damn! Thank you, everybody, for listening uh, in the audio platforms. Thank you, everybody, for watching on Twitter. YouTube and Rumble. This is where I go live at least once a week. Appreciate the love. Thank you everybody for watching. Your boy E-Man from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast signing out. Peace.